family-owned shop in Loganville, Sosby's Garage, for all your automotive repair needs. We service all makes and models, Ford and domestic. We repair engines, alternators, brakes, alignments, AC systems, and more, using certified technicians with over 90 years of combined experience. We also offer same-day service for some repairs. Sosby's Garage, 200 Bay Creek Road in Loganville. Dependable, honest, and fair. Look us up on Google or Facebook. We'll take good care of you. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strong, the president of Paradigm Security Services, and we're excited to be with you today on Business Radio X. We're coming to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, located in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Atlanta and Duluth, Georgia. Each week we plan to feature businesses and people in the, from the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County. While all businesses have security concerns, not all are about physical security, and we'll touch on that and all related aspects of security through the course of each show. Our guest today is I'm very pleased to have, and I know she comes with no introduction needed, is Chairman Charlotte Nash with Gwinnett County Chair of the uh, County Commission. And it is so good to have you here. It's great to be here, Rick. Thanks for having me. I tell you, you know, I'm not going to go through my normal who is Charlotte Nash because I can't imagine anybody around here not knowing who you are. Um, I know you've been in that office for a while now and have done a great job for the county. Well, thank you, Rick. It's been my, my pleasure, my honor to serve this community that I've called home all my life. Yeah, you have. And, and I hate and I, for one, hate to see you going because I'd, I'd like to see you carry it on. But I know that you're ready to move on and maybe take a little time with the hubby and just kind of relax for a while, which you haven't done in a long time. Looking forward to actually retiring. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll stay involved in some way, but... Uh, I know you will. Gonna, I'm looking forward to having lots of flexibility with my schedule. <laughs> well, that's something I know you don't have right now. No, it's it's, but that's part of what I signed up for, so I'm not going to complain about that. I, You know, that's the one thing I don't think I've ever heard you do, as long as I've known you, is complain about what you do. Uh, you you truly put everything in it, and you, you love what you do. And like they say, you'll never work a day in your life if you love you know love what you do. Oh, Gwinnett County has been so good to me. How how can you not love this community? Absolutely, <laughs> uh, best community in Georgia, without Amen. a doubt. Well, I want to talk about you know some of the issues that are going on in the county, and I guess the best place to start was you know we've had a lot of talk about water, and uh -huh. not like we don't have any right now. <laughs> Uh, we got water running out to our ears right now with all this rain. But what's going on with the water situation with uh, Lanier and, and just around our area? Well, I tell folks all the time, and it does seem, seem counterintuitive with all the rain that we have enjoyed. Uh, water is the most critical long-term issue for Gwinnett, and not just Gwinnett, but the entire metro area. Uh, we have... Um, Limit, we don't have ground resources of water in the area, so it's all surface water. Uh, Lake Lanier is a major, uh, the, the primary source of water for, mo for much of the Atlanta area, and, and it's Gwinnett's sole source. So it's really important to us that that lake be managed properly, uh, that we uh, 
uh, have the proper allocation uh, of water from the lake. Um, our We took a, some steps a long time ago to make sure that we're doing everything we can to make sure that we're conserving water. Uh, we've built a very expensive wastewater treatment facility, uh, the F. Wayne Hill Water Resources Center. Which puts a lot of fresh, which, actually cleaner water back in the lake than it takes, you know. You've been listening and learning. Yeah. Uh, it it uh, definitely does. I mean, we're really fortunate to get clean water from the lake. Uh, uh, so we don't have as expensive uh, production costs for our um, fresh water as some places do. However, you have to deal with what, what's left at the end of the cycle, so to speak. You've got to treat that. And the best way that we can, can deal with conservation of those, of those precious water resources is to clean it up to the level uh, that is necessary to return it to the Lake Lanier. And that's exactly what Gwinnett County is doing. Well, I can actually say myself and uh, another individual in leadership were probably the last two. We were the only two in our class, but the last two that actually took a drink and drank out of the water that goes directly <laughs> back into the lake uh, after it's completely treated. And actually, it had zero taste. Uh, it Well, m- most people don't realize that we not only, at the F. Wayne Hill plant, we not only have uh, the one of the highest... Uh, standards of, of uh, plants for wastewater treatment, there's actually a fresh water production plant at the end mm-hmm. of the train. So you're getting a double double cleaning up of the, the effluent that comes out of that plant. And I would have been shocked if it had had any kind of, of uh, taste at all. I mean, yeah. it's and everything's it's gone from totally it. Totally zero. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, both uh, my friend and I were looking at it and thinking, do we... Oh, well, let's do this. <laughs> well, we were the only two that volunteered. But uh, I don't know I don't about think you. They do that anymore. I don't know about you, but I swallowed a lot of Lake Lanier learning oh, how to water gosh. ski. <laughs> you know that's right. When you when you dive bomb and you forget <laughs> to let go of the rope. Um, well, you know, and the water is important, but you know, one of the biggest issues that we talk about in Gwinnett right now is mobility. Sure. Uh, that's certainly a more v- visible problem for most folks. Uh, I I travel the I eighty five corridor. More often than I would like to, uh, uh, one of the one of the things that uh, is is probably a, 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 something that most people wouldn't think about. But a lot of my role as commission chair is to represent the county in meetings that unfortunately seem to many of them occur in downtown uh, Atlanta. So traveling I eighty five corridor, I feel the same pain that so many of our residents do as they commute to work. Uh, Mobility is definitely uh, a critical issue to us. Uh, We've been very fortunate that voters have been supportive of the special purpose local option sales tax. We've been able to invest in our road network, but we've still got lots that needs to be done. Uh, I-85 corridor, we've got a project going on um, with the uh, State Department of Transportation to take a a very in-depth look at I-85 and what are going to be the best steps to try to deal with much of the issues that we have on I-85. It's Uh, only going to get worse. With another half million people headed to Gwinnett, the the amount of truck traffic that we're going to see as a result of expansion of the port at Savannah, uh, all those kinds of things are not going to make it easier to move around. So we've got to continue working on the road network. And, of course, I also believe that we've got to provide transit options for folks that are interested in using those. Absolutely. Uh, um, many of, I know my granddaughter, um, 
my older granddaughter who is um, in her mid-20s would be very interested in using transit uh, for any kind of trips that that she uses she's much more adaptable with that and I think we see that with many of the young adults well I know you you championed and did a tremendous job the last time around on the transportation issue and, and got what we got on the negotiated got it on the ballot which really in the long run I thought was a pretty good pretty good option what do you see in the future as far as, I know it's coming back on, mm -hmm. it's got to. Uh, do you look to see a little bit better, I guess, appreciation or acceptance of it, I guess is a better word? Well, I mean, we can always do a better job, I think, of, of sharing the story. Sure. Uh, I agree that we had a good contract uh, uh, that gave Gwinnett really control in a way that uh, most people didn't uh, expect would be possible. And most other people didn't get. No, it, it was very, in fact, there, were, there was pushback from some of the other jurisdictions because, and, and now they have managed to get an option for themselves in the last amendment to their contract. So uh, uh, we kind of changed the direct trajectory mm -hmm. for everybody in terms of the amount of local control uh, that, that's associated with it. Uh, you may uh, have noticed that we uh, appointed a citizens group to take another look at the transit yep. projects, and we received their recommendation the end of January. We've been reviewing that, that report. I think they did a fabulous job. They, they took what uh, we had as the original plan and have figured out some ways to move up and get some things done quicker uh that of course means that other things are going to have to wait a little longer because you're still working within the same dollar figure. You only have, and you only have so much you only time. have so much time and you only have so much money, money. to yeah. to work with so i i think the committee did a really good job with what they brought to us uh we have uh, a range of opinions among the commissioners we had we spent about four hours or so yesterday talking about this very subject. We had our, our consultant team uh, along with our DOT director with us and we walked through a lot of information about transit. Uh, we expect to do the same thing on the 26th of March, uh, an extended several hour period where we're gonna be looking at, at specific projects and uh, in more depth at, at the committee report. So we are working as a board to come to consensus about what the project list might look like for uh, another for moving forward on transit and and ultimately calling a referendum. Do you know how it's going to look when it actually hits the or have any? I know you don't know, but have any idea of how it's going to look when it actually hits the uh, the ballots? Uh, no, uh, we actually have uh, we have more than one option about how we would approach funding transit. The state legislature approved a new transit tax uh, sales tax uh, program that we have as an option now. So we could go the same route as we did before with the contract with MARTA and, and the MARTA penny, or we can go with the, the new transit sales tax. There are advantages and disadvantages to both, both paths, sure. and the board as a whole is gonna have to wrestle with what we think makes the most sense for Gwinnett County. Um, and a lot of that has to do with, with, you know, where do we think the support from the voters is going to be. Well, I'm glad to know that you're still going to be a part of that because that's going to take place before the election. That, that is correct. Uh, I mean, uh, that will have to 
uh, if we're going to have a uh, referendum on the ballot in November, then we've got to get uh, decisions made within the next few months. Yep, all the I's dotted and the T's crossed. All of the work done. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really hoping because the one thing that our county needs is to resolve the transportation issue. Yes. We've, we've got to do that. Got to make progress on it anyway. Absolutely. Uh, you know, as well, long that's a better way of putting it. it you know, it, one thing I, I, I remind people, if you think back to the depth of the Great Recession, we didn't have nearly as much congestion on the roads. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'll take the congestion with a good economic situation going on. Uh, and that's what you find uh, with across the United States, well, the world. If you've got uh, a, a, an economy that's booming and, and good things happening there, then typically you're also going to find congestion. People are drawn to those areas. Businesses are drawn to those areas. And... And we just have to keep doing the best we can to try to provide options for people. A robust economy creates activity. Well, and, you know, one of the things we're focused on is trying to make sure that, that there's a wide range of jobs here in Gwinnett County. Hopefully some folks will be able to find a job that, that serves their needs closer to home and cut out having to go down I-85. Well, check out Paradigm <laughs> Security because we are hiring and we desperately need good people. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, let's move along to another subject. Uh, I appreciate that part on that because that's a that's that's a very important topic mm -hmm. for us in Gwinnett. Public safety. Well, that's a biggie. Uh, Public safety is at the heart of having a civilized society in so many yep. ways. Uh, it'd be wonderful if we could could self-police ourselves, but that's not the way. You know, the more people you get together, the harder it is well, to make that work. Everybody's got their own idea of doing it. That's right. So, so we need we need good, good public safety folks, and it's not it's not about it's not strictly about enforcement i mean the best Correct. the best situations with public safety is when there's a good relationship between the community and and our public safety well, it's folks. called public safety it's not called public police that's correct that's or correct public enforcement the idea is to keep people safe, keep safe whether it's a, a law enforcement or it's our fire and ems folks uh despite their own idea of what safety is <laughs> <laughs> well and thank goodness we have we're just so fortunate we have great public safety folks uh, you, you know as i do uh, on the law enforcement side we've got the sheriff's uh, office the uh, county police department that serves about 85 percent of the county and then we've got seven police uh, city police departments the state patrol uh, gbi go on down the list of all the folks and and you know uh, we're we're very fortunate to have the a great working relationship among all of those law enforcement departments it is so much more productive it when those folks can work together as opposed to staying focused and just isolated on their own issues and coming from a background in law enforcement i can tell you that gwinnett county has without a doubt in my mind one of the best police departments period yes and the sheriff's department is an excellent sheriff's yes. department and uh, it's going to be involved in the election this time with butch not running again so that's going to be. I'll put a little plug in for Lucellus. That's, that's my <laughs> plug. No, but nobody else's. Uh, we we we're fortunate to have had uh, had. Uh, we have a great tradition of of good law enforcement in Gwinnett County, and uh, uh, most people don't uh, don't know, but our county police department is uh, the second largest full service police department in in the state of Georgia. Yep. Uh, and our fire and EMS department is also uh, one of the largest uh, full-service fire and EMS uh, departments in 
in the state. Uh, we're, both of them are much red, better run than most of them in the state. Absolutely. Too. When when I when I compare how how we do things in Gwinnett with what I hear from some of my fellow commissioners, I I have confirmed for me uh, just blessed. that that how blessed we are, <laughs> and that my pride in those two departments is is very well placed. I call them the best departments in the universe, and uh they they do a great job for Gwinnett County one of the challenges uh that we're already experiencing just just as you are are having trouble hiring people uh in the security uh business uh, we're struggling with with hiring and keeping enough good folks uh for both police and fire and EMS the expectations continue to go up uh we we have raised our pay uh we we don't have it where it needs to be uh, to compete with some of our uh, other departments in the area, but we're working on that, and we certainly try to make sure that our folks are w- the very, have the very best training and equipment that can be provided to both fire and EMS and to police. Um, yeah, some people don't know perhaps that we require all of our firefighters to be trained paramedics. Uh, 75% of our calls for fire and EMS are medical in nature. Mm-hmm. And with the aging of our population in Gwinnett, that's like apt to even grow more. We've done a good job with prevention on the fire side. So uh, so part of it has to do with that prevention of fires that, that we've done a good job with. But the medical calls continue to be the major portion of, of the load that our fire and EMS folks are, are carrying. So we need everybody that's on a fire truck or a, uh, a, a ambulance, either one, to be able to uh, handle a medical emergency just like they can uh, work appropriately at a fire scene. No, that's, that, that is that is critical, and that's one thing I've noticed about Gwinnett County is they, they do that extra mile to get mm-hmm. all that done, which is fantastic. I know that with police services, it's hard because today people, well, just put it like it is, for the lack of support that the police officers get. Uh, And that's not from a lot of our community because a lot of our community is very much behind the police department. But it's very much from, you know, the the vocal part, the media, the the administration sometimes, the way it works. Mm -hmm. Is young officers have a tendency, or young people have a tendency not to want to go into this career because of everything they see that's happening. And a lot of them stay for five years and they're gone. And that's not like it used to be. It used to be when, like when I put in 25 mm-hmm. years, you went there for a career. And I'd like to see it get back there. Uh, well, we'd love to. I mean, we love the fact that our last five chiefs or so have all started their career, the came up through the ranks. Yep. We we uh, want, as I tell every uh, graduating class from our uh, both ca- academies, both fire and and police academies. If if you uh, you can be sitting in the chief's chair in the future if you choose to to uh, dig in and build a good career with Gwinnett County. We've got a tradition of 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 building our own leadership and then giving them the chance, the opportunity to to serve at higher levels. Uh, it is tougher. I mean, the expectations from the community uh, just seem to go up. Uh, the level of support, uh, the pressure, all those things are not getting any easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're fortunate there's still people that feel called to, and I think it's a call, and I, don't, I think it's not just a, a job for most of our folks who come to all of our public safety I departments. I totally agree. 
uh, and we're very fortunate that they there are folks that still feel the desire to serve in the way that we expect from both police and fire and uh, we both just jobs are tough they're tough they're they they absolutely are tough on not just the individual working but on the family oh, absolutely uh, so I always ask uh, uh, the community to to support those folks uh, um, it, it doesn't mean that we don't uh, correct situations if we have individuals who make bad decisions you've got to you have to for all sorts of reasons uh, not the least of which is our officers themselves they've got to be able to count on each other too uh, so you've got to you've got to deal with problems when they occur but that uh, my in my experience that's a very tiny portion of the folks that, that serve us absolutely it's a very small percentage that don't meet the standards mm -hmm. that you really expect and the officers out there they think it's just important for those people to meet those standards as well the good officers out there which is the majority mm -hmm. of the officers they don't like having the bad ones in there no well it, it creates problems for them it's, too. Well, it's dangerous mm -hmm. for them exactly and i'll put a plug in for our 911 operators Absolutely. too they, they oftentimes are forgotten when we talk about public safety but they have one of the most difficult jobs i believe uh that exists. I can't imagine dealing with the level of stress uh, when you're taking a call uh, and 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 trying to keep someone uh, who's in a crisis situation calm enough to give you the information that is required to dispatch the right sorts of help to that individual. Uh, uh, they they uh, are uh, they are unsung heroes in many cases. Uh, we try to celebrate them internally uh, as as uh, they have as we have exciting things happen uh, through the 911 officers, but just as the the pressures on our other first responders have grown, so have the pressures on the 911 operators. Certainly, the diversity of this community is a wonderful attribute. Uh, however, it can create challenges in terms of of being able to communicate with people who need help. So. Uh, just all sorts of, of ways that the 911 operators continue to have to step up their game, too. Absolutely. And I'd like to remind everybody that the Valor Awards are coming up on the 25th of this month at the uh, Energy Center. And that's where law enforcement, public safety, uh, fire EMS, 911, all of the, all the people are recognized that, that serve our community. And or you have certain ones that are awarded for the certain things that they did and that's, that really stood out. I'd like to make, you know, put the invite out there for everybody to look it up. And if you can attend, it, it is an awesome, awesome event. You'll be, and your spirits will be lifted. You'll oh, be touched uh, in, in, at all sorts of levels. Uh, it's, it's always an amazing event. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We sponsor it with a table and mm -hmm. give, eight, give eight of them a seat to sit and, uh, just recommend everybody go if you can. Um, let's go down to just quickly touch on parks, recreations, sure. and trails. We got so much going oh, on. Oh yes, yes, we have. Uh, Gwinnett has uh, one of the best uh, parks and recreation uh, systems in the entire United States. A few years ago, we uh, received the Gold Award for large park systems, uh, and we're very proud of that. We continue to add to um, 
our parks and recreation system one of the challenges that i've i issued in my state of the county to future leaders though is to make sure that our parks and recreation facilities are maintained i've seen other jurisdictions that have had great systems at points in the past but then for one reason or the other failed to to maintain keep, them. To maintain them and, and keep uh keep improving them uh and they go downhill it's amazing how quickly something good can can go downhill if it's not maintained properly so that that's certainly one of my concerns looking to the future is that when it can continue to focus the right kind of resources on keeping our great system in in good shape we have an amazing variety of parks uh, of programs, uh, recreation programs that our community services folks offer at, at our park facilities. Uh, and I want to see that continue uh, to be a great amenity for the community. It's You never know what's going to become a critical factor in, in an economic discussion, uh, development discussion, a business that might be looking at, at coming here. And I can recall distinctly one in which uh, the ultimate decision, I think, the final nudge for uh, an important member of our business community to come here is when we were able to talk about the recreation activities that were going to be av in, uh, available to his daughter, who was a lacrosse player. And uh, he, he was blown away with uh, the, what was going to be available to her uh, in, in our recreation programs uh, to help her further her skills in that in that sport so you just never know what's going to be important to somebody who's making an important decision no absolutely there's so many trails that are being developed uh it just it, it's endless and i know one of the things i really like to see is the development and incorporation of a lot of the special needs areas yes. within our parks yes. they've got a lot of just special areas that the mm -hmm. special needs people whether it be physical mental or otherwise they're able to get in there and have fun and just be a kid. That's right. We try very hard to offer something uh, that will be uh, be special for every part of our community, no matter what their limitations or interests are. Well, there's a lot of parents that appreciate it, I can tell you that. Um, let's move over to core services and fiscal sustainability because that kind of blends right in with the parks and recreation. Really. It, it does. Uh, and, of course, my, my background's in finance, so I can't ever get away from, from talking about the importance of making sure that we're fiscally responsible. Gwinnett has a long history of doing that. We've held the triple A bond rating from the three major bond rating agencies since 1997, uh, kept it even through the depths of the Great Recession when the even the federal government was struggling with their credit rating so uh, that's a, a great measure that the community ought to be able to uh, use to say Gwinnett County's well run it's managed well from a financial standpoint if you don't have appropriate resources if you don't manage the dollars correctly uh, then all these other great amenities and services that we've been talking about go are very away. they go away i mean if you don't have the dollars to to support those and and lots of times uh well every single year during the budget process we have to make difficult decisions uh, uh we don't want to raise our tax rates to the point that we are pricing people out of being in gwinnett county just strictly on on high tax cost that's not the way but you we want to want figure to out how it. to get what you want for what you got. But but we need to get use the dollars that we are collecting from our wisely. residents as wisely as we possibly can. 
uh, and, and make sure that we're giving good value for every dollar of taxes that people pay. Uh, I'm, I think the triple triple A bond rating is is in the, sort of an independent stamp of approval on how we're planning for the future and how we're managing our dollars in Gwinnett County. And I sure didn't want to be the the commission chair who saw that that rating slip during my time in right. office. <laughs> and I hope that my successor will feel the same way. I hope they do too. I've lived here well, about. 34 something like that lived here two years in a house uh, before I married and then been here 32 years from that and I can tell you as one taxpayer our taxes have been wisely spent mm-hmm. thank and you and we don't just pay out the ear for them either so and everything's covered and it, it's just a well man it's been a well-managed county um, a lot of the I guess kind of the last topic I'd like to brush on here is Early childhood learning and literacy, because that, that's a biggie, and it's, it's been real important to mm-hmm. Gwinnett County. Mm-hmm. Our education department has been just awesome. Uh, I've done the principal for a day now for about mm-hmm. the last five or six years, and, and just going in there and seeing what's going on. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, we have been so fortunate with our education system. It's the number one reason why people and businesses have been drawn to Gwinnett County. It's one, one of the main reasons that Gwinnett County has thrived. Our school system is doing a great job. Uh, however, there are challenges when children come to them uh, in the kindergarten uh, age group and have not had preparation for uh, beginning their learning process in kindergarten. You know, there's a saying that uh, you want kids uh, kids need to learn to read up to the third grade, but they need to leave the third grade reading to learn. And, and when kids are behind before they even start kindergarten, that makes it very difficult for our school system to do what they need to do. This is one of those super big problems that is going to take the entire community pulling together. There's a way for every single individual in Gwinnett to be in, involved in this. It's as, even as simple as reading to your own children and grandchildren. Reading is that key to uh, kids being prepared to, to learn and the county government is digging in uh, to what we can do directly in, in, in cooperation with the school system. Uh, this is not the county government's main responsibility, certainly, but we think this is such a big issue that we need to do our part to try to help uh, and support the school system as they deal with this issue going forward. I know you've got so many, uh, and not just the, the early on, but like Maxwell, and Meadow mm-hmm. Creek has just mm-hmm. done an awesome job with working with uh, the, the different people that they work with in the youth. That, uh, you know, the focus that they put on actually helping these young people develop and rather than indoctrinating them. And that you see so much talk about that. On, and a lot of it's true. But the fact of the way I've seen them work with them to just help them, like you say, learn to read and coming up there and then find the right stuff for them to look at after they reach that third mm-hmm. grade that it really teaches them something uh it's been amazing to watch these kids oh and when you think about the range of of uh, learning opportunities that exist within the Gwinnett county school system uh the the new uh uh paul duke tech tech not right. tech school the uh uh, health care uh, with the Bob McClure uh, High School and now the all, all, um, the uh, artificial intelligence aspect well, that, that the new high school uh, named for Dr. Sessions, 
for uh, Dan Seskinger. I'm twisted. Uh, my tongue you. is getting not getting twisted around that name correctly. Uh, uh, all of the opportunities and the, and the wide range that our school system is able to offer, it's it just blows my mind when I sit down and and, and just look at a few of those. Well, you know, I, I am truly blessed to have had my kids go through it. Mm-hmm. And we've got a lot of great places like Greater Atlanta Christian here in our county that, that does a good job as well. Oh, absolutely. We are so blessed with so much educational opportunity for kids in this and, and, in you our know, county. And, you know, Buford City Schools do a great job as well. Absolutely. We, uh, you know, from, from the uh, pre-K all the way through a doctorate degree, you can get it right here in Gwinnett. Yep, and we got some great colleges too. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, Charlotte, I appreciate it very much. It's been a pleasure, and as always, uh, you're welcome anytime to come in here. That you just want to sit down and chat for a while. <laughs> okay, I, I love just sitting and chatting with you like we did before uh, we went on. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Well, uh-huh. it, it was, and I wish you the best as you move forward into the next adventure that you're going to go on to and try to do a retirement <laughs> which i know you're going to be more active probably uh, than you were busy well i'm looking forward uh, to having time to travel and and enjoy uh our vacation home in north carolina certainly well god bless you and good luck to you and you know just have a great journey thank you very much good to be with you rick well thank you and thank you for joining us on case in point presented by paradigm security services and partly sponsored by Sosby's garage Check them out. Check John out. 678-825-2127 in Loganville. Well worth the drive to get your car fixed. That's Sosby's Garage. It's family-owned, local automotive shop in Loganville. And remember that you can join us live every Wednesday at 1130 in the morning. Or you can listen to our show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com, clicking on the Gwinnett Studio, and then click on, of course, Case in Point. Join us next week at 11.30 when we will talk with business leaders about their businesses and related security issues in today's world. Thanks again to my guest, Ms. Chairperson Charlotte Nash, and for our producer, Mike. And again, I am Rick Strawn, and remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets. <laughs>